This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Christina. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. The podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That little fresh back into the California sunshine <laughs> rain. Hey, uh, <okay>, yes. <laughs> Soul is uh, my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. Uh, and that is Sarah Alipin, aka Prankster Monk, and my co host of Laughing with Gingers. I'm ready for today. Are you? Are you? Are you ready to laugh? I'm ready to la- I'm ready to get inside of everyone's heads. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are talking about psychological hacks. Um, ooh. ooh. So um, are we doing a two-parter on this? Did we yeah, decide let's that? Yeah, do a two-parter because I basically have two buckets of psychological hacks that I have to tell you everyone. All right, sounds good. And I have um I have some psychological hacks that I am going to quiz you on whether or not you know them. Ooh, okay. Well, I wonder if some of them I found. So maybe I, that, that'll get right. <laughs> I am very curious. Uh some of these I knew, some of these I didn't. So I'm kind mm. of um I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. You ready? Let's take apart the brain. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to start? Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got kind of four big buckets of psychological hacks that work all the time, every time in interviews. So if you are going on an interview, this these four tips are like a must to get that job. Also, I feel like they're kind of good for if you're like on a first date too. <laughs> If I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Interviews and first dates are super similar. They both yeah. be stressful. That's true. That's true. And a lot of mine are um, related to stress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, so here's one psychological hack that works all the time in interviews. This article was very confident because that is literally the title. These work all the time. Um, So research has proven that all of us tend to like people who are most similar to us. And so the same goes for what happens in a lot of interviews. So that's why it's kind of good to maybe do a little digging before you go to the interview. Are they, you know, a Bears fan? Do they go to college at your college? Any little tiny thing that you can connect with them on is like – or like a shared hobby or anything um, would get – it's like a, a good in, a really good in. And you can just casually mention and be like, oh, so yeah, I went to, you know – blah, blah, university, and then they will be like, oh, wow, no way. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll win them over. You'll win them over. I feel like that's the same like when you see sports fans wearing the same hat out in public. There's this like common, hey, what's up? You know? Yep. Totally. Totally. It builds camaraderie. It does. Instant in. Instant in. Instant, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want so, my 
Yeah, that was my first uh, first uh, how to win at an interview tip. Psychological okay. hack. I love that. Um, very smart. Also very true. And I could see it working in the dating world as well. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. You want my first uh, – my first walk away of the interview process. <laughs> the first walk away? What do you mean? Like when you're at an interview and you're like, bye. Yep. And you know you need to get out. Ooh. Okay. Okay. An out. A psychological hack to get out. Yep. Yep. Well, sort of. Um, to know when you need to get out. Um, so if someone is trying to pressure you to make a decision in a hurry, they are probably giving you a very bad deal. Ooh. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I can totally see that because they want you to make that choice right then and there. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I And that's another – I was thinking about this from – so this whole thing was kind of interesting to me because my dad is still having some stroke symptoms mm-hmm. um, in the judgment center of his brain. So mm-hmm. he's falling for scams again. Um, <gasps> oh, no. And I've been kind of trying to build like a toolkit for him to identify scams. Mm. Um, so that is another one where they're trying to like pressure you to make – so it's another – it's like not just interview style, but also if you're – if somebody's trying to hustle you into making a decision, they're – you know, think of it like the used car salesman. Ugh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, or like a scammer. They're like, I need you to send this to me now. Can you send this to me now? Please send this to me. Hello? Are you there? Are you there? Oh, my God. Ugh, it's so stressful. I just got stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, totally. It's that pressure and like push, push, push. Yep, yep. <laughs> you want it to just stop. So you're like, yeah, I'll send it. Whatever. Go away. Yeah. Yep. Mm, that's so terrible. It really is. <laughs> so walk really away. Terrible. Walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to give me one? Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. I have a bonus one actually that kind of stems off of like finding this, you know, similarities and like another secret to making people like you subconsciously is having them do something for you. So I have this on my list. <gasps> Go ahead. Really? Okay. So I'll tell you mine and then you can elaborate if I miss something. Okay. So, um, you know, in our cases, we're sitting here for an interview and it's, you know, getting them to sell us this dream job for us. So your interviewers will reflect later and justify all the time and effort that they spend talking to you by concluding that they must have really liked you. So ask questions, ask a bunch of questions, and the more they talk, they're going to feel like, yeah, I really liked them. We had a lot to to talk about because they were the ones talking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So mine is a little bit different, but kind of the same. So if you ask someone to do a small favor for you, their subconscious mind is going to register that they liked you afterward because they were doing a favor for you. Oh, whoa. That's interesting. Yeah. So for all those people pleasers out there who are like, no, I'm good. I don't need any water or coffee. Um, maybe rethink that. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, coffee would be great. <laughs> yeah. How do you take your coffee? <laughs> Potential boss. 
Me too. <laughs> so I have a bonus one from the one you actually asked because I have something that's related to that too. This is so oh my funny. God, I love bonus. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonuses. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <tell> me. <laughs> if you want somebody to open up, ask a question. If the person only partially answers, remain silent and keep eye contact. This will pressure the person into talking more. <gasps> oh my God. I, okay, so I'm adding on to you. Boop, 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 bonus, bonus. <laughs> It's so funny. Look at how like these rabbit holes we're going into. Okay. We're so in sync. <laughs> I know. Okay. Here is like another interview uh, psychological hack is pausing instantly gives you more weight to whatever you're going to say next. So I feel like that kind of has to do with that. Um, pausing before even answering a difficult question, not only does it give you time to kind of think about it. Um, but it also makes what you say next matter even more. And it also gives you an impression that you're calm, you're collected, you got your shit together, that whatever they said is meaningful enough to garner a pause before you <laughs> answer. <laughs> oh, interesting. I know. That one I would have a hard time with because – you know, I'm a very like knee-jerk reactive kind of person. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think I would like immediately – like my brain fires off so quickly and I think I would have a hard time pausing and taking a breath. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You want to give me one? All right. Um – Nervousness and excitement have the same reaction in your body. So if you're nervous about an interview or a speech, you can actually trick yourself into thinking you're excited instead. Whoa. That's crazy. I think that's why some people really love roller coasters and things. It's the mm -hmm. same, but it like makes other – like. Some people interpret it as excitement and mm -hmm. other people interpret it as nervousness. Yeah, I could totally see that because there have been moments where I'm excited to get up and like give a speech and then there's moments where I'm like effing nervous and palm sweaty palms, you know. Yeah. Thing. Interesting. I think it's just so maybe how prepared I am to do it is how either nervous or excited I am. I think for me, it's totally mood-driven. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's that's an interesting perspective too. Yeah, mm -hmm. like if I'm in a good mood, I'm excited. And if I'm like tired, then I dread it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm, you know, I, which is a, obviously a different reaction, but it's kind of like I'm too low energy to even have a reaction. <laughs> And then if I'm, you know, if it's like a situation where I'm not totally confident in the um, – yeah, I could see being more nervous in that situation. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in a bad mood, I'm usually more nervous than, yeah, um, totally. than excited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Wow, so weird. <laughs> 
All right, give me another one. This is so cool. All right. If you get someone to contribute to an idea, they are more likely to accept it. So when they're – so my favorite interview question – this this would actually be a fun episode – is one that Philippe uh, told me he was asked in his first job interview. Mm. And um, it was how many windows are there in New York City? Mm. And – I said, well, you can't really quantify that because are you including car windows? Are you including um, windows that might be between rooms inside? Um, Are you including sliding glass doors as windows? Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, that was the whole point of it that you – that you like work the process out and they see like how you actually work it out mentally. Ah. Um, It's not like a guess in the number. But um, so asking the question and then getting the other person, even even if they aren't – so the interviewer, even if they aren't like answering it and contributing verbally, Mm -hmm. they're still walking through it in their brain. Like were you picturing what I was saying and – Totally. Yeah. Um, And like – Spinning out and going, oh, yeah, that, but then that, and then that. (laughs) Yeah, and like what if it's like a separate pane in a larger window in like those warehouses? Do those all count as separate windows? Um, So even if you get someone to mentally contribute, they are more likely to accept your answer. Oh, interesting. Uh, Oh, I like that. That's a good question, (laughs) all you interviewing people out there. I love that question. I think it's so fascinating. It really shows you how people's brains work too. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I think too like the, my favorite interview question I ever got was um, I sat down and I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but I sat down and he goes, so I like to start out my interviews with a joke. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And he's like, so tell me one. <laughs> um. And I instantly fired one off and uh, it was funny, of course, and cheesy, but afterwards I got hired and afterwards he said out of 35 people he interviewed that day and asked that question like instantly right away when you sit down, no one else had a joke ready, but I did. (laughs) I felt really special. I'm like, oh, it all led to this moment of having a podcast called Laughing with Gingers. (laughs) Mine would have been the nacho cheese joke. It's a good one. That's a good one. Mine, the one I I gave him was, "What did the fish say when he hit the wall?" Damn. <laughs> so then he then he wrote. He pretended to write. Ooh, cussing in interviews. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. It was good. It was good. So there's two very important questions right there, everyone, folks, bosses out there that you can ask, (laughs) potential hirees. (laughs) You'll learn a lot about them. (laughs) That's true. I love it. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? All right. Do you have another one? I have three more. Cool. I have three more. Ooh, look at us. Ooh, we are very in sync today. It must be because we haven't talked in a while. I know. Are you on your period right now? Because I am. (laughs) I get it tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, damn. Look out. (laughs) 
Oh God. TMI. Not not an appropriate interview question. No, don't ask. Don't ask that one. That's not the right fit. All right, you want to give me one? (laughs) Okay, I'll give you one. Okay, I'll give you one. And this one I actually know, and I've shared this with a lot of my clients in my marketing life, um, how important this one is. But it's um, using people's names and how they experience this surge of happiness when they hear their names, and you can use it to your advantage. Um, So remember to repeat their name during the interview and, you know, in a natural, organic way. Don't seem weird. Um... And even most importantly, actually at the end, when you thank them, use their name and that leaves like that lasting sort of end cap impression. Oh my God. I have I have a bonus to that, Christina. Oh my God. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. When someone remembers you, they are not only likely to remember the first memory, but also the last. So make sure you always leave a good last impression as well. Mm, yeah, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy. So crazy. Could you see that, Christina? Yeah, I feel like if you if I'm scanning my memories of people, I remember like the first time I met you. And, you know. Although we haven't parted ways today, I'm probably going to have this recording in my brain for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally going to go tell Angie about this. I can already see it in your brain. (laughs) I can remember my first day meeting her too. It is true. Like you do remember the first time you meet someone really easily. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it's weird because I met you digitally before I met you in person. I know. I specifically remember the in-person meeting. It's different. There's a different impression. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're totally right. You're totally, totally right because thinking through all the people that I only have known online, it's really hard for me to drum up their fir- my first meeting with them virtually. Yeah. Ooh, that is weird. I didn't even think about that. All right. Yeah. I know. I know. I, we're going to have to – They'll. they must be doing psychological studies on this and we'll hear about it at some point. Yeah. In like 15 years, we'll be, you know, using walkers in the oh – <laughs> we'll be updating our audience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, listen back to that episode. We called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. All right. You go. You go. Give me one. Okay. Um, If you – oh, suddenly nodding when people are talking to you indicates you are genuinely – genuinely, not generally, interested in what they have to say and they are going to naturally like you more. Whoa. I do not a lot. I'm a nodder. Me too. I do it all the time on The Wedding Dish, my other podcast. Yeah. And – it gets people to really open up and it's very weird because I start to feel like a bobblehead at some point, but I'm actually agreeing with them. Yeah. And so it's like a very weird thing. I become very self-aware because I'm on video. <laughs> and You're staring see- at yourself. 
<laughs> like right now I have my script and stuff over the other side, but when I'm interviewing, I like have my questions kind of memorized and it's a little more organic. So I don't mm-hmm. have to look at it as much, but I don't have facts memorized like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different mm-hmm. when I, you know, have prepared like seven questions, not seven facts I have to be accurate on. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that I have to accurately read. <laughs> So I don't know what I'm doing right now because I'm covered up. I'm looking at you, baby. You you look fine. You look fine. Maybe not so much nodding, but laughing for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I do I am more cognizant of my nodding when I am virtually on, you know, looking at myself. And I'm like, okay, okay, slow down on the nodding. Yeah, me too. Too much. (laughs) Me too, especially when I'm like listening to something, like if we're on on a call, like a roundtable or something, Mm -hmm. where we're having a discussion amongst many people, and I'm trying not to dominate the conversation. I'm sitting there on mute, but I'm agreeing. (laughs) Yeah. Big time nodding. (laughs) Oh god, God. we're we're nodders. We have a problem. Can't yep. stop, won't stop. <laughs> Rockefeller Records. Oh my god, I just dated how old I am on that. Um, <laughs> you want to give me one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I realized. Oh wait, I only have one more left because I skipped over to add on to my pew 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 bonus for one of yours. <laughs> I only have one left too. So. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. So. Here's what to do when you exit the interview. So this trick is a surefire way of getting companies to reach out faster and earlier because, you know, you leave an interview and you have to wait for like a month before they respond. So scarcity breeds demand. So nearing the end of your interview after you have thoroughly blown them away with saying all the things that you're supposed to say – You might hear the standard, oh, waiting time will be about two weeks when HR gets back to you. Cool. Great. Now's the time to share that you are in the midst of attending other interviews or that you might have other offers at hand. Obviously, you really want to work hard to make sure that that's actually true as it's going to help tremendously with your offer negotiation. But saying these things can guarantee to your hiring team that you are indeed seriously looking and that also your skills are in high demand elsewhere in the market or we're still at their competitor. I don't know if I'd have the balls to say this. (laughs) Unless it was – it had to have been pretty true because I have a hard time lying like that. Yeah. I mean I would have – so a weird thing that you probably don't know about me is that I have only – interviewed like three times ever because I was a teacher. Oh, wow. I've interviewed so many times. <laughs> yeah. So I like didn't really – I mean I – other than like jobs that were like, you know, waiting tables or something, yeah, not like yeah. not like a high-paying, high-stakes job, like one yeah. that was very easily replaceable. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, the only time that I ever – did that was um, I had told one of the schools that I would get back to them by Friday and I had been told by the other school that I really wanted that they would get back to me by Friday and I hadn't heard from them and it was like a half hour before 
and I called and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm going to have to take this offer because I don't have an offer from you and I have to tell the school by Mm -hmm. end of day. And the principal was like in the hospital getting a procedure (gasps) done and they called her and had her hire me on the spot. Oh my God, that's so Ako Taco. <laughs> Awkward. I was like, so that's why you weren't getting back to me. Oh, that's justified. Oh my God, that's so awkward. <laughs> it Whoopsie. was super awkward, but it was like my dream school. I really wanted to work there. I wanted to work for that principal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you went after it. You claimed I did. it. You owned I did. it. You claimed it. Yeah, boss ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, I like All it. All right, are you, are you ready for my last one? Yeah, yeah. And this one totally goes for dating too, um, for sure. If you take a moment to look at someone's eye color when you meet them, you're giving the perfect amount of eye contact. <gasps> Weird. Uh, yeah, because it's just like slightly longer, like just like mm-hmm. a full thought instead of like a, you know, name look away. It's like mm-hmm. you have to have a separate thought afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could totally see that. Um, <clears throat> there's another one that's a really weird one along those lines. Pew, 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 bonus. And <laughs> it's um, that your pupils dilate when you're looking at someone you're attracted to. Um. And it's really funny because Jennifer, we all know Jennifer, you know, Tipsy Mingo, my friend Jennifer, um, who's been, who's a, her ginger soul is a ginger. Yes, yes. She, every boyfriend she's ever have has had, has told her that her pupils are so big. (laughs) And it's like, I think her out of everyone, like they truly get super big when she's like attracted to someone and like dating people that she likes. It's like so obvious on her, on her eyes, in her eyes, I guess. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. How, what color are her eyes? Uh, They're like a, like a light blue-ish color. So it's probably easy to see the pupils, right? And then, yeah. It just happens so frequently that finally I'm like, what is up with you and your pupils and these guys? And I'm like looking at her pupils. I'm like, they look normal. And then we figured it out that she likes them, you know, and then they just kept getting big. It's so funny. It's weird. Yeah. That's hysterical. It happens so often that we had – we couldn't ignore it. (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. Well – that was fun. That was fun. Hey, if anyone out there uses the R2 bonus questions to ask interviewees, tell us how it went. I'm dying to know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely reach out and let us know. I know. I kind of want to use them when I interview people. <laughs> Why not? It's not yeah. like they're copyrighted. I know. I know. All right. Next person I interview, I'm going to ask both of those questions. <laughs> The first, the, 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 you know, the joke one is going to feel a little awkward because it flips the script so quickly and suddenly I'm going to feel a little awkward doing it, but it'll be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, damn. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this uh, psychological hack. I have lavish juice with lavish little <laughs> <laughs> 
laughing with gingers. <laughs> we are so happy to have you listening to our silly podcast where I swear we can actually speak. <laughs> Sometimes your brain works faster than your mouth can go. <laughs> true. That's very true. We need a hack for that. I know. Where's the hack for that one? Um, I guess it's pause, Christina, <laughs> before you speak. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Instagram at laughing with gingers and you can send us funny stories there you can send us interview questions we love all the things we get from you all over at our Instagram at laughing with gingers and get access to premium content including ad free episodes swag special events uh, access to us and more starting at just three dollars check us out at patreon.com slash laughing with gingers and we've got merch. If you want your own Laughing with Gingers gear, you can get it at laughingwithgingers.com. Whoop, whoop. Tune in to Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times. Bye. Bye. <laughs>